Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Quick Hitter version of Bucket Sports and Blocks from Pure Hoops Media. I'm Bruce Bernstein, along with King McClure. I'm filling in for Monica McNutt this week. Our featured discussion is with Steve Bullpett, who's been observing and covering the Boston Celtics for almost 40 years. And we discuss the big shakeup in their front office and with the coaching change as Brad Stevens moves upstairs and they look to hire a new coach. So, Steve, some of the names that we're hearing about being, you know, the possible replacements for Brad Stevens are Clippers assistant Chauncey Phillips, <laughs> Sixers assistant Sam Cassell. Both of them have uh, Boston ties. Uh Chauncey uh, first. He was drafted by the Celtics. He was traded during his rookie year in an awful yeah. move by former team president and coach uh, Rick Pitino. Uh, can you give us your thoughts on what you think Chauncey's prospects are uh, as a potential replacement for Brad? Yeah, I don't know which way, you know, when you say his prospects, I'm not sure what their thinking is or, or which way that they are, they're leaning. Uh, but I think Chauncey would be a ridiculously good candidate. Um, remember, he's a guy that, that uh, wasn't just the Celtics that got rid of him. Other teams moved on from him as well. Um, and, you know, um, yeah, I don't want to get into his career because the, the Chauncey I saw rookie year, I was saying, this kid's, this kid's a player. And I'm real, I was really surprised that they moved on from him. Um, but then again, I was surprised that other teams moved on from him as well. But he, as a as a person that I've gotten to know, not just the years with the Celtics, but over the ensuing years, I think this is a really bright guy. I think he's a really focused guy. Um, so I, I, I think he brings a lot of good qualities to a coaching position. Um, you know, uh, but I think they're going to look at a lot of different things and a name to keep an eye on that. I think we'll at least get some consideration is Carol Lawson. Mm. Um, you know, she was with the Celtics for a bit and uh, really, really impressed uh, a lot of people, not just management people, not just others on the coaching staff, but impressed the players uh, with her knowledge and her way about imparting that knowledge. So, you know, um, I, I, I believe that, that, she, that her name will come up when they are discussing candidates, whether they decide to go that way, whether she'd be interested in, you know, you'd have to think she'd be interested in leaving Duke, but just after, you know, kind of starting out there, that would be, you know, I think it would be tough for her to, to move on after one year on a job, but uh, I, it's something to think about, I think, I believe. Mm. I was on social media yesterday, listening to the great Kendrick Perkins, and you know he he he's he he's out there. So with some of his opinion, <laughs> but my guy said that the name that he thinks should be the head coach of the Celtics 
is Sam Cassell. And he said, no other name should be thought of. What are your thoughts on Sam Cassell as far as maybe getting this job, especially with him winning that championship in 2008 as a part of the Celtics? Well, I think if, uh, if Sam gets that job, uh, really, I think his post-game press conference, any press conference involving Sam Cassell is going to be must-watch must television. So I think that the, uh, the Celtics television partner uh, in this area uh, is probably, you know, starting a campaign for Sammy. <laughs> um, but Sammy's nuts, and I love him. Um, and he's a, a huge, by the way, Patriots fan who when they, when the, he was assistant for the Clippers at the time. And, uh, when this, when the Patriots played the Rams in the Super Bowl, Sammy was wearing his Patriot stuff around LA. So he's, um, he's a courageous man as well. Yeah. And another name I heard on social media, this might be kind of crazy, but Jawan Howard. I mean, any thoughts on that? You know, um, I I think Jawan Howard would be fantastic. I just I'm, I'm a Jawan Howard person. Uh, just from you know talking to him over the years, um, the the stuff we've talked about over the years. Do you remember? By the way, I don't mean to veer off, but you know what the hell? You're the guys that invited me on the show. This is your fault. Um, <laughs> Remember he he played a he had a cameo role in West Wing. You remember that at all? On I wasn't a uh, West Wing. I wasn't a watcher of that show, although I'm well, aware of it. There was a point where they were always having these pickup games, and the president Bartlett um, Martin Sheen was always losing those games. So he brought in a ringer uh, to play in the pickup game, and it was Juwan Howard. And the play, you know, they were saying, well, this guy, no. And Martin Sheen's like, no, he works for me now. And they, uh, they advertised, advertise, his character was a former college basketball player, but at Duke. Mm. And I remember talking to Jawan and saying, you know, did, did, you, did you plead with the writers on this? To, you know, I mean, anything but Duke. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, if you find, if you, you know, you're on social media and you can search that scene out. I'm sure you can find it, you know, Jawan Howard on West Wing and just the, you know, the, I, it had to be a painful situation for him or bittersweet. You finally get a great TV shot like this and, and you have to say you're from Duke. Hmm. You know, Jawan, before he got the Michigan job, you know, had done some time as an assistant coach, I believe in Miami, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, I don't, did, I don't know if he had any other stops, but for sure. I mean, working in the Miami system is obviously good preparation. And another guy uh, that I'm just kind of pulling out of thin air, but I'm just feeling like, okay, if you want to think out of the box, Patrick Ewing ha has had some success at Georgetown. He certainly has Boston roots grew up there. He was an assistant for the Rockets, the magic, the Hornets, I think Celtics fans would totally embrace him as the head coach, even though he played for the hated Knicks for those years. Any thoughts on his viability, either as a candidate in Boston or in general to move up to the NBA? Um, I think he'd be a great candidate for the NBA. He wanted it for years and years. You know, I, uh, damn, I've talked to Patrick a thousand times, you know, when he was doing his tour of assistantships um, about, uh, 
the opportunities or the chances to move up and why he hadn't and all those things. Um, but uh, I think it'd be great. I mean, he's a local guy, you know, um, you know, from Cambridge. Um, uh, he just, he's really, you know, um, and he, when he didn't choose Boston College, that was difficult for him at that time of his life. Uh, people on people down here were upset about it that he didn't stay. But um, <clears throat> since then, not only has you know, you know, obviously you get over that pretty fast. But the city's really embraced him, and he's embraced the area um, uh, to the point where I, I remember uh, when he when he came back um, years uh, or not that long afterwards with another team. I I had talked to the Celtics, and they you know I talked to them about giving him a piece of the parquet floor which they did in a ceremony. And um, so, I mean, he, he really kind of cherishes that whole thing. Every, everybody has a piece of the parquet floor. I don't know if you can see that. It's actually signed by Danny Ainge. If you'd like to hear more from Steve Bullpet, check out the full version of Buckets, Boards and Blocks from Pure Hoops Media. Filling in for Monica McNutt, I'm Bruce Bernstein along with King McClure. And you can also check us out on the YouTube channel.